Welcome to Green Tree Podcast. At this time, I invited a good friend of mine, Caroline, and we talked about how traveling changed our lives and perspectives. Enjoy. All right. Welcome to Green Tree Podcast. Do you hear me? Yes, I do hear you. Hi, Aichi. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Thanks for the invitation. <laughs> That's all right. My pleasure. Thank you for joining on my podcast. You're welcome. All right, excellent. So today we are going to talk about、um, how traveling changes our lives and perspective, and so on.、Um, first of all, could you、uh, introduce yourself, please? Yep. So my name is Caroline, and I'm 29 years old. I'm from Canada, especially, especially the Quebec part of Canada. And I have like a Dominican background too. And I started traveling in 2015. So between 2015 and 2017, I went to Australia.、Uh, I went to New Zealand between 2018 and 19. And then now I'm in France. And like、mm-hmm. all my travel was under the working holiday visas.、Oh, excellent. So. I've lived in、um, New Zealand, Australia,、uh, the UK, on a working holiday visas as well. So it was a good opportunity for us to use、um, these kind of visas, don't you think? Well, yes, I think it's really like a amazing opportunity for us to have those type of visas because、mm-hmm. we can actually live in the country and like do some jobs from there and there. Like there's no like obligations, so you can actually travel between your contracts and actually experiment the culture at the same time. So, I think it was completely different from our like traditional way to be living in our countries. For you, in Canada, for me in Japan.、Um, so, what was?、Um, What was the first like、um, impression when you went to Australia? Well, I would say my first impression in Australia.、Hmm, that's a good question. I know.、Right? <laughs> There's a few things.、Um, I'll say language. Language. <laughs> It's one of the the thing that really was different for me. Even though, like in Canada, we speak English. Yeah, Australian has their own slang, and I just find it really interesting, like the the slangs and the expression and how, like the language are really relate to the to the continent, speci- especially. So it's it's really interesting,、mm. like the mate, for example, hey mate, all that. That was something <laughs> really. I like it, like that. It's different than from home. That、yeah. will be one of the things I'll say. And the other thing I'll say, nature.、Mm-hmm. Like there's beautiful, beautiful like national parks and like really beautiful animals <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Like、uh, I remember, we had the experience. We we met a、um, we saw a、uh, Tasmanian devil、mm-hmm. when we were in Maria Island. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool because, like those, the Tasmanian devil, they have like a kind of disease. So that specific island has like a sanctuary, and they're doing, like the,、um, they're trying to to take out the disease of the Tasmanian. Devil.、Mm-hmm. So well, yeah, that is interesting because、um, when you said the language or the slang,、um, <laughs> for me it was completely different because you know in Japan there isn't a lot of people who speak English very well, and、um, because、um, I would say that we don't have to because. Um, speaking Japanese is quite enough for us to work, uh, uh, 
to eat, um, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But I think there must be、um, some differences between like Canadian English and Australian English. And you said like mate, <laughs> for example. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. How would you say that in Canada? Like bro? Or well, how, how would you say that? Well, Canada has two their own、uh, type of expressions, and it varies from, from states to like from、uh, provinces. Yeah. Like, you know, there's the French Canadian, like, we, we can use, for example, for mate, hey, mon chum. It's、uh, hey,、wow. my friend. <laughs> Or we can use,、um, like,、uh, mon ami,、uh, my friend. Like, that's the. The like the proper way of saying,、mm-hmm. and like the other provinces, there there might be like other, other other words for that. Yeah. But when we were we are talking about language, and something I wanted to add is that like you realize that there is like an international way of speaking, but at the same time, each country and even in the same country, they have different ways of saying things. And it's something that you really see when you. Yeah, that's true. I think,、um, you know, visiting the country and living in the country are completely different because, as you said, like, for example, visiting or staying in the country for a week and like living in the country for, let's say, a year, it's completely different because. What you can observe is like、um, like different world, you know? Because, like, for example, like language, like you will notice a lot of slangs, the different accents. And also, we were working with a lot of backpackers who are from、yeah. like different countries, and everyone has you know, their own accent. <laughs> so,、yeah. it was、um, for me. Uh, it was very, very in- interesting to hear what I see differences. So that's one、yeah. of the best things that happened to me while I was traveling. Yeah, well, at least we were on the same level. That, that's really fun to talk with someone who actually noticed that too. Like,、mm-hmm. And especially someone who has been doing to like some working holiday, like you were saying at the beginning, you, were, you did to you, you went to UK, you went to New Zealand, you went to Australia, and you'd notice the same thing that,、mm-hmm. that I noticed. And like you said, like that's really something once you're like in, in the country for a while, like、uh, when, when you're actually living in it and not staying there for like, One week or just two weeks.、Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying that it's not, it's not a good thing, like going out and like traveling for one week or two weeks. It's, it is good doing that because you are to experiencing something different, but it's, it's not the same way as, as we, we experience. It's another way of traveling and it's totally okay to travel like that. But those aspects that like, We too agree that we observe about the language. It's really something that I reckon we really observe it when we stay a while in the country.、Mm, excellent. So you said that there's a huge difference. I mean, I said as well,、uh, there's a huge difference between living in the country and visiting the country. And, you know, some people say, probably a lot of people might say or think that, oh, you're so lucky to be. Able to travel other countries,、um, like you must be experienced a lot of good things or like,、um, you know, nice things. But as we know, like we've surely experienced some bad or like we sometimes struggle to get jobs. And then that's something that a lot of people wouldn't talk about. Um, so, I think it's a good opportunity for us to talk about the downside of traveling. Yeah, and it's totally okay to talk about the downside. And, like, when you say downside, like, we think has a downside, but actually, we can see it has 
a way to challenge mm -hmm. us yeah and um, a way that pushes us to from our comfort zone at the same time right because it's not something that you will experience on your in your own uh, stable local area you will experience downside too but like traveling it's like a decision and like it comes with hard hard experience too mm -hmm. like we like, uh, we already talked i think too about like uh, economical like mm -hmm. for example looking for jobs like it's not that easy looking for jobs and especially long-term jobs yeah that's true like, um, like we... I, I remember that um you know because we were backpackers and we needed to do some seasonal jobs to extend our visas because that's how it works mm -hmm. Um, yes but the point is it's very very hard sometimes to get seasonal jobs because um you know the numbers are quite limited um the farmers they don't need a lot of people but we have to sneak in because we really need to earn money to keep traveling and at the same time we need to have dates to extend visas yes yes I, I remember I sometimes very, very struggled to get a job, like even a job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's totally true what you're saying. Like, and I think the that thing we experienced it while we were picking grapes in, I think, was Launceston in Tasmania. Mm -hmm. Like, we were trying to accumulate our dates for our second year visa because that's something actually that we do have to consider as a backpacker if you want to stay longer in a country you need to like do your 88 days stay mm -hmm. a second year but i know that policy change like i think now backpackers can stay three years in australia yeah well yeah. and farm jobs too but it's we're not related to that but <laughs> yeah we we had to do the 88 days and like at the same time, you you need to like try to find kind of a good job to make enough money to travel because you don't want to spend like the whole year traveling, uh, not traveling and just working. So you need to find like a correct balance. Okay, I'm doing my 88 days and at the same time I'm earning money so I can travel. Mm -hmm. So that's like a kind of a balance we need to find has a we we try to find has a backpacker i think mm. and it wasn't that easy to find it because there's so many jobs that they needed you only two or three days or like then after they don't need you or it's not a good job because they don't need that many backpackers mm. so like we don't want to work like full year but yeah. like, we can't travel without working or like earning money um yeah. and also you know some seasonal jobs they just need a couple of people and especially mm. um you know when we travel with other people it's quite difficult for us to you know everyone it's it's very difficult for everyone to get you know, the same job so we, sometimes we have to well, we have to spread um, uh, that is from my experience. Yeah, and we experienced that. I think we, when we stopped traveling together, you you went to Melbourne, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, and we stayed in Tasmania. So that's one example. Like we had to split our travel because mm. of like, because you found a job in melbourne and us we found in tasmania and like you said they don't need like multiple multiple people at the same time but that's something that really um really was something that i experienced a little bit differently too just before we started traveling together and you were part of it too like i don't know if you remember jan yeah of course i do 
Yeah, I think the experience and like I have been talking to with other traveler, but the experience in Young was really something, well, in my perspective, quite unique because we were like maybe around 15 people. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. And we were traveling together for more or less like, uh, I think three months was what, November, December, then January, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And at the same time, it was like a nice experience because the, um, the people that with the people with who we were, they were from different country too. They were like, there were some from Latin American, there were Kiwis, Aussies, French people, Quebecois, uh, and Japanese, Italian. <laughs> we were like different, <laughs> different nationality. And that was really something nice that we kept together for like three months. And there was that solidarity aspect, I'll say, mm -hmm. um, between those months. And that's really something that I didn't really re-experience after the travel. Mm, right. Traveling around with 15 people. And like, it, it wasn't just about work. Like we, we did, uh, how do you call that? Um, we did travelings like hiking. Uh, we helped each other too. Mm -hmm. And that thing, even though if we didn't kept traveling with the 15 people, but that solidarity aspect mm -hmm. still followed in the rest of our travels, for example, New Zealand, because people we met in that young period and at the same time, ooze in Tasmania. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you remember? <laughs> yeah, of course I do. Yeah. Yeah. Cherry picking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you said that the time we spent together in Young was um, like unforgettable. And for me, it's the same because that's the time where I always, always remember. Um, as you said, there were lots of people who are from different countries, like everyone had different lives in their own countries, but we got to know each other in in the small 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 place in australia and um we got to know each other we got along um we shared meals mm. experience um like life stories that's something that i always remember. yeah and like even though for example if people back home they had really completely different lives and different way of thinking like we always like try to to stick to each other even though we had some differences mm -hmm. and that was something quite amazing like how people can stay together with that much differences in the end because it was from different continent actually european um latin american so it it yeah that was quite amazing I remember, like, I hitchhiked, um, I played, um, like, I busked uh, well with Avi, and um, we hiked, um, we cooked together. Like, those, like, little moments um, build up, and, like, it became, like, fantastic memories um, that we never forget. That is, that is just absolutely brilliant i would say um yeah i agree totally with you and those moments that we that we experienced together there was when you said about hiking i remember like noemi was there yeah. eduardo was there and we were hiking um i think was cradle mountain mm -hmm. Like I really have that memory to stick in my head. It was raining, wasn't it? Um, it was raining because we did two hikings, <laughs> if I remember. The there is one we did. Yeah. It was raining, yeah. That I remember that one, and like that was one of that really stuck 
in my memory at the same time because it was the day that I actually stopped smoking at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was like something quite fun to stick to that type of memory. <laughs> and <laughs> same time, like I remember we we slept we we slept in a camping around Cradle Mountain. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. Quite close, quite close. Yeah, quite close. Yeah. And you know, I I can't forget the view from the top of the mountain. Like I, because um, what I saw from the top of the mountain was literally something, like something that I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. But it was like I felt like I was in a like different. Planet or somewhere. Um, that's why the hike um, was unforgettable. Yeah, well, the scenery in Cradle Mountain, just so like the listeners could a little bit um, know, is like all rocky. Yeah. And when you go at the top, it's really just rock, and you see all those mountain views from the top, and it's just a really, really nice view. You see, actually nothing there's no cities there's just nature mm. you just see the sky the nature forest uh, and at the same time you hear a little bit um, birds there's birds like singing mm-hmm. and lots of wind too <laughs> up there but th- <laughs> this sounds silly but like i feel like i was in mars even though i've never been to mars but i felt it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it, it's like a um i know there's the expression no man's land <laughs> yeah no man's land but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah i'm not sure if it's really appropriated for it but it's kind of you feel like that like there's actually no living things at the top since it's all rocky but you're still on earth it's it's really something different and it's really amazing. It was one of my best hike, actually, Cradle Mountain. Yeah. And I remember after, um, I think was the next year after when we separated, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. did the um, overland track. It goes uh, in. Uh, I don't know if you heard about it. Yeah, of course I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a one of my longest like tramping <laughs> when we were talking about slang remember mm-hmm. tramping yeah yeah well that was something a uh, kiwi slang that i learned in in new zealand <laughs> <laughs> so i use it now <laughs> but yeah we were tramping for like uh i think was nights mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken so six six day and was really nice like you just walk through nature and you stay at huts or you stay on your own tent all depending the availability of the huts mm-hmm. you bring your own food you really need to get packed really well for for it and you're just walking and like seeing nice scenery and at the same time in that travel when we were doing the the tramping we met two two nice australian people mm-hmm. <laughs> they're called paul and peter mm-hmm. and since then we we keep in touch especially with paul mm-hmm. and that's something quite nice because we we met the two the two aussies locals and we still keep in touch and even though if um we didn't see each other, for example, one year or two year. We still have Messenger, and that's something really uh, amazing with our uh, era. We can communicate still with those people. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. And in New Zealand, we did a hike with, with one of them, with Paul. We did like a five-day tramping. Where was that? And that was quite um we did it in uh, nelson lake oh, in um, yeah. yeah it's uh, so the south island mm-hmm. 
and the hike was called the Traverse Sabine Circuit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was really nice too, that uh, that hike. Uh, listeners can imagine, like, <laughs> when we talk about, you know, the best <laughs> things uh, uh, happening to our lives, you know, we can keep going forever. But I would like to ask you, um, what was the best thing that happened to you, to you while you were traveling? Of course, um, there must be loads, but something that you can come up with right now. Right now, yeah. hmm, that's a really good tricky question. Um, the best thing, I think, I would say it traveling kept me out of my comfort zone. Mm, nice point. That that's something really. It's one of the best thing that I that I experienced while traveling. All right. Because I wouldn't say only one stuff. Because if I say one stuff, I will eliminate eliminate other stuff that really made me as the person as I am today. Mm -hmm. So I think just by saying that he puts everything together. All right. So could, could you but, talk about, you know, that, uh, if you could, you know, dive into it, like what, what would you say? Well, for example, like back home, I had like more like a stable life. Like I used to go to school, work, I had, um, my apartment and everything. I had my social group and and all that. And like while traveling, like I went out of this comfort zone, the one I know. And I started to move around more. Like let's say I stay in one place for two weeks. Then after you move along, you travel, then another place two or three months. So that's one of the uh, aspects of getting out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. uh, second, for example, um, about hiking. I never done like that much uh, hiking just before I started traveling. So being more um, minimalist, like having less stuff, um, getting attached to less materials, stuff like that uh that was out of my comfort zone too oh that is interesting because you know what i want to talk about now is that, um like being uh like minimal um because while i was traveling i realized that i don't have to have a lot of things like with me because what i need is quite limited um that's why when i got home from traveling like i threw away or like i sold some stuff because i i realized mm. that i don't i really don't need to have a lot of stuff around me um in my house so i think that's something that um, i realized while i was traveling and also uh getting out of comfort zone um yeah, was one of those things I learned from traveling. Um, because previously we were talking about uh, the downside of traveling, and yeah, you know, I had to push myself as well, uh, find a job, uh, a place to stay. Um, you know, I wouldn't be worried about that if I kept living in Japan forever, but I went. Mm -hmm. out of the country and um i mean my country and i started living in other countries and so it pushed me my limit and i think i um grew up a lot i mean mentally i would say like mentally not only physically but especially mentally yeah i think we agree we're on the same page with that and like you said about the comfort zone, like when you get out of it, mm -hmm. you realize you can actually get creative in front of situations. Oh, definitely. In any situation. And that's quite something that 
you realize when you're out of it like and it's quite fun because you realize you can be more um you have more aptitude you have more uh, uh, how do we call that um um well creative creativity mm-hmm. about any type of situation mm-hmm. in front of you like you were saying earlier in the conversation you did some busking with harvey yeah with partner yeah well that's something maybe if you were back home and you were in need of for example some money maybe you wouldn't thought of it of doing busking mm-hmm. for example and mm-hmm. when you travel you, you you actually are in front of sometimes i'm not saying every time in front of a situation well economically you need some money to travel so you get creative by oh well i'm gonna busk <laughs> to get a little bit of money <laughs> just question to 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 start to continue traveling i'm not saying you're making a lot of money while busking but it helps you a little bit like mm-hmm. And at the same time, you you um, you are doing music in front of people, and people are listening. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I think like music is something important while we travel. Uh, we travel because you know if you play, I don't know anything. Like if you even if you sing, even if you. Um, I don't know, play the guitar, piano, anything. Like you could make friends instantly, like in a second. Um, that's something I learned from as well. And like music is always there, like even because sometimes you know we have to face um, like sad things, like bad things. Uh, that that's for sure. But I think music uh, helped helped me a lot. Yes, and I think, like, it helped, like you said, it helped you a lot. But, like, I've been talking to Harvey, too. Mm. And it's the same thing. Like, it helped him a lot. Like, he, he did a few few little musics uh, and record a little bit with his phone. And, like, you two really connected at the same time with music. Yeah, yeah and that's quite am- amazing, like. I remember you two uh, were playing that was in near Launceston, Evendale. Remember Evendale? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, I remember you two playing at the table there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's quite nice to listen to two people from different background, different to musical background coming together yeah. and and connecting. Yeah, because I I clearly remember the first, not day, the first time um, I saw Avi. Um, and then, like, after we played music together, like, we were already best friends. <laughs> um, it was so interesting, and, like, playing guitars together. Um, for example, on a beach or like while we traveling, um, yeah, I it was so good. I, I don't even know how to um, explain or like express my feeling, uh, but it was just so good. Yeah, and it still is at the same time. From what I reckon, you you guys are still uh, talking to each other about music. And- <laughs> Yeah, that, and there's not only music too between you two. There's a, two uh, photographs mm-hmm. you you guys love photograph. And just to to say, you really do like amazing pictures. Like your pictures makes me think of painter. I really really like them. Oh. Like I like your style. Oh, thank you so much. And I remember you posted a a photograph that really looks like a Monet. Mm-hmm. You know that one. the lake is actually called uh Monet's Lake. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. It's it's quite famous in Japan. Okay. Yeah. And it's around your house, yeah, around yeah, your ten, home where you ten minutes, ten minutes away. 
Wow. Mm. You should you should come visit that. Oh, definitely. I I really want to go there one day. Mm. Like I know um working the working holiday visa for Japan it's up to 35 years old if I'm not mistaken. Is it? Yeah, if I think so. I think for it's, me but maybe... going to Canada in I mean, mm. working holiday visa is 31, I think. 31? Yeah. Maybe I need to Yeah, well Well, I I'll need maybe to recheck that information. Yeah. But uh i would like to like go there and like experience experience something completely different because <laughs> when you think, like new zealand it's english so we can still like uh, i'm from canada it's still you can speak english there new zealand you can speak still in english australia you can speak english but japan that will be like uh eight top top out of a comfort zone because <laughs> the language barrier <laughs> that will be completely different and I, actually i'll be really impressed how i will manage with my creativity in front of a situation like that <laughs> yeah i think even um you know coming here and traveling for a month even even a week um mm. it could be um good experience for you i, I mean everything is so different yeah probably like canada and australia or new zealand or even france um mm -hmm. there must be some you know similarities but here yeah. it's it's diff it's different <laughs> yes yes i i believe you i believe you <laughs> so that's why i said like it will be really the top top out of my comfort zone actually because like you said france their similarity the french language even though if the culture could be in some way different some in some ways uh, same thing for australia and new zealand there's still the language that's similar but japan will be completely different like you said yeah maybe you might some yeah. you might find something interesting here <laughs> you will see definitely I, i'm sure i would find something differently di different uh, how do you call that <laughs> i'm sure we'll find something different and really nice mm. in in japan mm. that's for sure okay so um so there is always a time where you know we need to go back home because you know, we can't stay in other countries forever unless you know you have um like proper visas to do that um like how how did you feel when you went back home well when i went back home um i wouldn't say it was uh really easy because mm -hmm. uh, when i went back home i realized that well where you're from life actually hasn't uh, stopped like it continue people still continue live living and like when i went back lots of things have changed like um, i have some friends that graduated some that started to have kids um people some that moved uh people that we just stopped seeing because you know it's been two years i have been traveling not because we don't relate or we had a how do you call that a bad experience just because life in a way separated us mm -hmm. kind of thing and like people who i kept a really good connection i have like uh, two two good friends uh, called kemi and audrey like uh, those are the two people that i really kept good connection with them even though if they evaluated like their life continued even though and i would say that was like the a little bit the hardest thing seeing that things has had changed a lot mm -hmm. that would be one one of the things um on the other hand the the second thing will be that it was a little bit hard for me to like 
explain what I experienced because what I had experienced, I wouldn't say it was always concrete and always like, um, uh, how do you say? It wasn't that, that easy to say because it was a lot with the emotions, uh, reactions. It was more with a feeling to like when you travel, there's, for me, traveling was, there's lots of emotions. There's not only like, oh, I've been traveling um, and did the Great Barrier Reef, for example, or, oh, I did that hike, oh, I did this. It, there's a lot of emotion too when you travel. And speaking about them, sometimes it's, it doesn't make it easy to understand to the other people because for, for some other people, it could seem like, oh, it's normal, it's not that big, but since for us, it could be different. I don't know if you understand what I mean. I, I, completely, I, I completely understand that because, you know, as you said, you know, it's not like, oh, I went to this place, I saw uh, like a baby Tasmanian. It's not on that. Like, you know, it includes like every small aspect, like, more things like emotions like feelings um yeah um when we well, especially when i talk to for example my friends from high school mm. about what i've experienced from traveling or uh, living in other countries like they would understand it because like it's kind of out of what they know mm. um that's why it's very, very hard for me to talk to them because, okay, I mean, I can laugh. I can laugh with them. Like, I can have conversation with them. But, like, in my mind, I can't fully enjoy it because I feel uh, things um, have shifted and what I want to know or like what I want to challenge in the future are quite different from what they want to do in the future and also what they experienced and what I've experienced in, let's say, past uh, five years while I was traveling. Um, like, loads of things are different. And when I talk to them, I, I feel like I'm different. <laughs> Uh, I don't know yes. if it makes sense, but that's why when I well, talk to I think, hmm? I think it does make sense what you're saying. Yeah, and especially when I talk to people whom I met while I was traveling, or um, even in Japan, like recently I've met some people who are into traveling, mm -hmm. I can relate to them and they can relate to me as well then yeah. we can get along but when i talk about um like traveling to other people who've never done it mm -hmm. they wouldn't understand it um that's and um, i wouldn't say it's sad because it's obvious because you know we we can't understand what we don't or we we never experienced so it's understandable but like mm. people whom I talk to have changed a lot. Yeah. Well, I couldn't agree more than that, like I was saying before. And there's one point that you said that you had like good friends and you try to like uh, communicate with them and everything that you can still have laughs and all that. But there's like some things that have shifted. The, the point that you said well it's interesting that you say that because like my two good friends like um they i communicate with them like my uh my experience and everything but there's always that kind of distance of mm. like that you said that they it's hard to understand if you haven't experienced them but I couldn't be more grateful to have them because in some way they kind of understood what I experienced, but like in their own way. Mm. So that was quite interesting. Like, um, like some, even though if people haven't experienced what we experience, 
-hmm. in some way, some could understand it in their own and relate to it in, in their own way. I don't know if you mean you understand what I mean. Yeah, I understand that. It's kind of like an empathy or... Uh... <laughs> right. Um, yeah, right. Okay. I think, I think for um, maybe your friends or my friends, they might feel like they are hearing some, um, like, I don't know, like movie story or, um, you know, like, like some short stories from somewhere, you know, like, it, do, do you know what I mean? Because, you know, um, I sometimes talk to my experience, like travel experience to my friends, but they, mm -hmm. you know, they wouldn't understand it fully, So, but they kind of understand it, but as you said, in their own way. So um, yeah. it's like a story from movie or something like that yeah yeah well something far away from what it's um uh how do you call that what it's common yeah. something far yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah mm. yeah so that that's why like you know people who um i've been talking to recently um are completely different from the people who i talked to like six years ago so that's that's when i started traveling um but that that is you know understandable and it's completely obvious i mean absolutely of obvious course. because you know like life goes on and uh, some people have kids yeah. and houses um yeah. life doesn't just stop uh, when you leave and continues when you come back like yeah exactly. it's obvious, like you said hmm. All right. It, there's no like, clock time that you can just press. Okay, stop. Okay, forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is yeah. that's interesting. It is. Mm. Is th is there anything that you want to ask me? Well, yeah. Actually, there's um one thing i wanted to know that i think that i haven't known even when i when i was with you mm -hmm. like what really pushed you to travel like what really pushed you to go to new zealand first for example than than australia okay so what was your motivation um so basically um when i was 18. Mm. Um, okay, maybe I should start talk about my high school life. Uh, <laughs> I was study, um, studying music when I was in <laughs> high school. Like, well, high school is quite different from like US or UK or like Canada. Uh, so high school in Japan means 16 to 18. Yep. And um, at the time, I was so ambitious that I thought I could be a professional musician. Um, and I was studying music with some of my friends together. And when I was 18, there was a chance for me to go to US because my cousin, my cousin family, they were uh, living in Chicago. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and uh, they said that I could come to their house, uh, live there. And then okay. that's something that I wanted to do, but I couldn't do because I wasn't yeah. um, brave enough to go outside of Japan because, you know, I wasn't pretty sure if I could manage uh, to accept everything because, you know, I knew that everything would be different from living in Japan. Um, yeah. and but then, you still New Zealand after hmm? you still went to New Zealand after yeah so that that's the point so yeah. when I was 18 I started working because I didn't know what I really wanted to do and hmm. uh, because I thought if I had enough money to do something you know it's better so I, I thought I should start working and 
and I started working at a timber factory. Mm. And but it was it was too much because I had to work like I had to overwork a lot and I didn't see myself doing it forever. Uh, yeah, I thought I have to make an action to change my life somehow. And you when know, you I, started, yeah, at that time I remembered my English teacher uh, when I was uh, fifteen. He went to New Zealand on a working holiday visa, mm. and I was like, "Yeah, I, I could, I could ask him about you know using a working holiday visa and living in the country, blah blah blah." And I met him, and yeah. I explained the situation. I, I told, I told him that I'm very interested in going to New Zealand, mm. and he was like, "Yeah, let's go," and, <laughs> and. <laughs> I was like, yeah, why not? And uh, I got my passports and I applied for a working holiday visa. And um, yeah, and I got it. And I was like, and yeah, uh, I'll go. And uh, I talked to my family and friends. Uh, yeah, and then I went to New Zealand. Oh. That, that's, that's the funny. story. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny how how the teacher actually influenced you and inspired you in yeah. some way to go to New Zealand. Massively. Like, you know, sometimes you can find people that will say, oh, no, don't do that. Don't go there. You're going to, like, uh, ruin a part of your your life and all that. No, but you had that support access uh, mm. as a teacher. It's quite nice. I think, yeah. Um what he i mean the fact that he was there for me helped me mm -hmm. because if he said like no you shouldn't go like just work as you do like probably i wouldn't uh be able to decide to go to new zealand but he said yeah just go because he he's experienced a lot of things and he knew that it helped him a lot mm -hmm. um, that's why i thought oh I want to be like him, you know, I want to yeah. first and I want to uh, tell stories to other people, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, that's, that's a nice story. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Thanks for, for telling me that because we've been talking a lot about like my experience and everything. So it's quite fun to, to listen your part of the, uh, of why you started traveling and everything. Yeah, that that is the story. <laughs> so actually, the moral you can get from it is that just like if you feel of doing it, just do it. Like yes, yes. I if think you if can, you, if you want to experience something, like you need to actually do it. Otherwise, I mean, there is no other choice to do it. So. You need to do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I can't agree more than that. Yeah, that's why I've started podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good um, platform to to like um, pass your your experience mm. in some way. Yeah, because like you know, like life story is very very uh very valuable mm -hmm. i i didn't realize before i started podcasting because you know like life stories can be like good contents to talk about and they could be a a form of inspiration yeah exactly the same. Yeah. and also you know like you said inspiration um recently i've come to realization like um i realized we can't live without inspiration like we have to find some inspiration because you know for example if you want to be a football player there must be mm. someone who you respect or like you want to be like uh, mm -hmm. so like you know when i play 
my guitar, uh, there are some, yeah. you know, musicians or like guitar guitarists or like, uh, like uh, I don't know, like bands uh, that I want to be, like, I want to, uh, yeah, I want to be. Um, Inspired by something. Like, I guess, for example, you're talking about music, like your inspiration from music, you got it from, if I remember, you talked a lot about uh, John Mayer, yeah. I remember. <laughs> yeah. So I guess your inspiration came a lot from it, I guess. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think in, in life, like having inspiration gives you a motivation of doing things. Mm -hmm. Like you, your teacher inspired you New Zealand. So you, you motivate yourself to go to New Zealand. Your music, you're inspired by an artist. You're motivated to do the music. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it, it's quite important. I think inspiration. Yeah, because it it supports you like mentally, because there is yeah there isn't anything that you want to be. Uh, if there is any goals that you want to achieve, um, like you wouldn't know where to go. Um, yeah, like for example, hiking. There is a goal. Like on the way, you might um, you know, feel tired. Uh. You know, it must be tiring. Um, you wouldn't want to go, uh, but there is a goal, and you know that you can see something beautiful. Uh, that's why yeah. you just keep walking. It's it's. Um, I learned it from hiking. Mm. Yeah, that's true. There, there is a goal in, for example, hiking. If I understand what you you mean. And for example, for for like traveling, there's there is not that uh, goal A to go to B. I don't know if you understand. Yeah, yeah. Like there's it's actually something really a uh, vague space and open space. There's no like oh you're doing that and what you're doing is gonna equal to this aspect of your life. Mm. Like. It's really vague and I guess inspiration since it's something, for example, I guess music or, or like uh, traveling, uh, inspiration gives you like that space to, to be able to motivate you and be able to be sure in some way that you're doing it's something um, that, uh, has been inspired by something and like i don't know if what you mean you know what i mean yeah of course i do yeah definitely like you know even like you have a feeling that like you want to see something beautiful it's it's good enough like way good um um you know but some people would say like oh you have to uh be a doctor you know like like this is just an example, but like you want to, uh, like you need to be blah blah blah. Um, but you know, as you said, like traveling is quite vague. Like, yeah. you know, some people might say that, oh, I just want to do something different from my countries. It's it's good enough. Um, it can be a good motivation to you know do something different. Um, mm -hmm. like you shouldn't um you know, how do you say, like hard yeah. on yourself? Like, like yourself just by doing things, for example, concrete things like uh, being a teacher, being a doctor, or I want to be uh, like uh, something like not limit, I guess, our experience by our profession or mm -hmm. not limit our experience by our studies, but living limit opening the, the limits of our experience in life by traveling and learning other stuff that are not like uh, an official work or an official studies, I guess. Maybe I'm not saying it in a proper way, but <laughs> I guess 
No, that's okay. I mean, you know, what I meant was like being doctor isn't a bad thing. Uh, of course, like being a doctor is amazing. But what I wanted to say that, like, for example, if your parents say that, like, oh, you have to be a doctor, you have to be a teacher. But like, what what do you want to be? You know, um, you know, there mu- there must be a lot of options that you you can be. Um, yeah. Like, for example, like traveling, like while you travel. Like you meet a lot of people, um, and their backgrounds are different, and what they do is completely different from like what you do. But you know they live there, and you know like even when you work for someone for a couple of days, like that's your life. Um, like being a doctor, that's your life. But what I want to say, there is a lot of options for your life. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That that's something that I learned from traveling. Yeah, I think now I understand what you said. You're saying mm. like not li- not limiting our options in life mm-hmm. to like what we've been told. For example, like you say, being a professional or a doctor or anything, but doing some other things and that. That is really something that I guess we need in a certain way uh, to be open to that. Because like, uh, like we were talking at earlier in the, in the podcast, like it makes you go out of your comfort zone. And when you're out of your comfort zone, you tend to discover more about it's yourself. Disconnected. So, in a way, yeah. All right. Now you are connected. Yeah. Oh. It was it was temporarily disconnected. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. I'll just re-say uh, what I what I was saying. Um. Like when you travel, it, like we were saying earlier in the podcast, like it gives you the opportunity to go out of your comfort zone and when you're out of your comfort zone in some way uh, you get creative in front of situations so you develop some new aptitudes as yourself and then after while you're developing this new part of yourself you manage to learn oh maybe i want to do this in life or maybe i want to do something else in life so it opens you in kind of a kind of uh, a, a new opportunities exactly and not just what we have been told when we were younger or what our uh, country offers you has uh, opportunity of living but like other stuff like and unfortunately oh yeah now you're connected <laughs> yeah it's, it's over one hour, so that's why probably oh, okay. action isn't that strong. Yeah. All right. So, right. So it's about to finish this podcast. Um, is there anything that you want to say to people while you want to go traveling? Like anything that you want to say? Um. Well, I guess if. We summarize what we have been talking like what i would say would be like traveling is not always easy you will do have like hard moments but like we don't have to let ourselves down to to that those hard moments and just like continue doing it if you really want to do it mm-hmm. and at the same time like gives you the opportunity to get off your comfort zone and develop new aptitudes and new new things that maybe you wouldn't discover while you're in your comfort zone. Mm, excellent. Yeah, like traveling opens up your like new opportunities. Uh, you know, you could meet a lot of new people and, yep. you know, experience a lot of different cultures. Um, yeah. So that, that's something that we learned. From yeah and it's actually a gift that you're giving to yourself in a way mm, it's a it's a good one 
it's a good one yeah it's a good gift yeah definitely definitely yeah yeah all right so it's about to finish this conversation but um i really hope that we could see each other quite soon yes yes and like thank you very much for inviting me to your podcast and it's one of my it's my first time like talking about my experience and talking to someone that long to about uh, the experience of mm -hmm. traveling so yeah thank you and really like continue what you're doing too it's really nice to give a space like that to oh. to others yeah thank you thank you so much for joining on my podcast and uh now you are always welcome to join join me um again anytime well that's nice thanks yeah that would be that would be great yeah all right so like let's um finish this conversation and uh yeah just <laughs> <laughs> all right stay safe and uh have a lovely day well thanks and stay safe you too yeah i will <laughs> all right bye 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 take care